we keep hitting walls, making turns, not sure which way we can go because we can't see beyond the space that's right in front of us. God, who knows the big picture and is the all-powerful God, knows how to put a door there, block us with a wall there, get us in the right path that eventually gets us to the outcome that he's created us for to begin with. Welcome to episode 77 of the Audacious Faith Podcast. Can I ask you, who out there wants to be rich? Hey, I've heard this a lot. People say, I, I want to be rich. I want to be successful. I want everybody to know my name. I want to be a world changer. I want to be a mover and a shaker. I, I, I don't want anything to be withheld from my eyes. Whatever I want to do, I want to be able to do it. The person that says, hey, I just want to be able to say I get to do anything that I want. So how do you do that? And is it even worth doing that? And what kind of riches are we talking about? The Bible tells us a lot about this um, when it comes to faith and how it is that these things are actually accomplished. I want to go to Romans chapter 11 today and verse 34 starts right off with this. Actually, verse 33 says, oh, how great are God's riches and wisdom and knowledge. How impossible is it is, is for us to understand his decisions and his ways. Hey, so a lot of people will tell you today that the, the first thing you need to know about being rich is you need to get around those who are rich, right? Get around those who have the resources. Get around those who have made that happen. Get around those and establish that type of mindset, right? Well, there's no one richer than God himself. And there's no better mindset to have than the mindset that comes from hanging out with and spending time with the God of the universe. Why? Because what does it tell us? Oh, how great are God's riches. Hey, you know, the richest person in the world, who is it today? Is it Elon Musk or is it Jeff Bezos? Depends on when you're watching this recording. I know it goes back and forth. And the richest people that you have, and have you ever thought to yourself, Wow, what would it be like to have that kind of money, to have those kind of resources? I mean, a lot of what you think about right now, the bills, the rent, uh, when you go and you, you go to eat and what do you do? You look at the right side of the menu to see what price it is. And, and then if you have other people with you and you have to decide, am I buying or hopefully they're going to buy because, wow, this bill is adding up. And um, when you decide to have your air conditioner on because it's a little bit warm, but you're thinking to yourself while you're feeling that cool air, wow, my, my electric bill is just going higher and higher. These, these choices that we have to make, when, when, when you have that, that vehicle that you really want, but it only gets 10 miles to the gallon, and, and then you're thinking, wow, do I even want to have this or do I get something electric? Because after all, I'm going to be constantly pour, uh, dumping my money over at the gas station. What would it be like to not even think about any of that stuff that occupies your mind on a daily basis. Can you imagine that? You know, there's a time coming when we're going to get to actually be in heaven and we're not going to worry about those things anymore. We're going to literally be in a place where we're walking on streets that are paved with gold. How awesome is that going to be? But meanwhile, if I need to be rich, not just in material things, but, but in thoughts and spirituality and everything, don't I want to hang out with the richest of all? 
How great are God's riches, not only material, but look what else he provides here. Wisdom and knowledge. Hey, we need wisdom in our life, right? A lot of people, they learn things, but they don't know how to apply it. They know facts, but they don't know how to make decisions based on the facts that they know. A lot of you possibly watching this podcast have made one wrong decision after another, and maybe you're paying the price for it today. Hey, if I need wisdom in life, I'm not going to go on my own ability. I, I need to find it in the Word. I need to find it in the riches and the wisdom that comes from God himself. It says that his riches and his wisdom and his knowledge are so deep that the question here comes up on how impossible is it for us to understand his decisions and his ways. Well, there's really only one way to understand his decisions and his ways, and that's to ask him. And he's going to reveal it some over time. Often he's not going to tell us things until later. We're not going to understand things till later. Maybe you're here and you've uh, I, I know I know several people have had this situation where they applied for a, a certain position at their job and they thought, yeah, I, I just nailed the interview. I know I'm going to get it. I've experienced that myself and, and others that I know of as well. And, and it's like, I know I'm going to get it. I just can't wait to get it. Then all of a sudden you don't get it. It's like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. And then you see who they give it to. And you're thinking, are you kidding me? That really doesn't make any sense. God, why didn't I get it? Why didn't it come through? Why did it go to this other person? And then later on, as another opportunity comes our way, which we never would have had and never would have taken if we had gotten that other position, we understand. Hey, you know what? God knows better than we do. Why? Because in that maze of life, he can already see the end. All right? Maybe you've seen that with the the little uh, example where they have like the, the maze and there's like a rat in the maze. And the rat keeps going and trying to get through the maze and keeps banging into a wall. There's one obstacle after another. But if you're standing above the maze, you can see the the actual path that the rat needs to take and that will actually get them at the end of the maze. Well, that's kind of how it is in our life. We keep hitting walls, making turns, not sure which way we can go because we can't see beyond the space that's right in front of us. But God, who knows the big picture and is the all-powerful God, knows how to put a door there, block us with a wall there, get us in the right path that eventually gets us to the outcome that he's created us for to begin with, right? So we need his wisdom and his knowledge because we're not going to understand all the decisions that he makes. But the one thing that we can know is that God is always right and he is never wrong. And so he'll ask us those words over and over again, do you trust me? Let me ask you this, do you? Do you trust with God or are you mad at him? Are you literally like not speaking to him, deciding you're not going to church, deciding you're not going to serve, deciding you're not going to have anything to do with God because he's allowed things or not allowed things in your life that you thought it should be a certain way? Do you know better than he does? Think about this, do you? It says, verse 34, who can know the Lord's thoughts? Who knows enough to give him advice? Isn't it kind of funny when we argue with God? The God who made the universe, the God who is everywhere, and we're telling him how he's made a mistake or why are you doing this? And we're even daring 
to question him? Who is it that we think we are? The small little person in compared to the big and almighty God who knows all, sees all, does all, and has been all in every aspect of eternity. We've got to really get ourselves in check sometimes, don't you think? Who knows enough to give him advice? Do you have advice that you can give God today? Something that he hasn't heard before? Uh, maybe some insight that he's lacking? Let's let's get serious, right? And it says, and who has given him so much that he needs to pay it back. Hey, don't get into this trap where it's like, well, God, I served you. I did this. I helped this person. I I spent this time. You owe me. God owes you nothing. Absolutely nothing. He owes me nothing. He's done everything for us already through what his son did for us on the cross. Now we owe him everything, right? For everything comes, verse 30. Six, everything comes from him and exists by his power and is intended for his glory. All glory to him forever. Amen. I want to go over that last part because I've seen a lot of people make a mistake in this area, and it's an area that I've been tempted to make a mistake in as well, very often. And that is that when things go well, or things are accomplished, or things are provided, or maybe we now have a certain level of position, or we have a certain recognition, or we've earned a certain amount of income, or we've gotten to a certain prominent place. There's that temptation to sit back and to listen to those who come around us and say, wow, you're so good, you're so awesome, you've done this, How, how wonderful. And even to take our, our, our right hand and place it on our left shoulder and start tapping ourselves on the back, congratulating ourselves for a job well done. Well, let's be very careful because all of our accomplishments and everything that's been provided and all that you have, do we understand that it's all come from him? It's not from you. You may have had to put some work into it. You may have had to be a participant in it, but he's the one that gave you the opportunity. He's the one that gave you the ability, and he's the one that provided those good breaks or those great contacts or and, and continues to do so. And as much as he is the one who gave it, he can also take it just like that. Let's not fail to recognize, as Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, in all your ways, what? Acknowledge him, and then he will direct your paths. It's by him and that we exist. Everything comes by his power. And why do we have it? Why do we have this opportunity? Why have we been given the success? For us? No. That's part of it, yes. But for his glory. All glory to him forever. I want to encourage you to whatever God has done in your life, whatever you see, all the blessings. Take take a little inventory today. All the blessings that you have, their family or, or, or different accomplishments or maybe a great job or maybe a good place to live or or even the fact that you're healthy and hopefully not in a hospital bed at this point. But, but even if you are, you're still alive, you know, and, and you still have an opportunity to interact with somebody and to share with somebody and to be a blessing to somebody. As long as we have breath, we still have opportunity that God has given us every single day. Don't take it for granted. Every day that we have and every day that we live is an opportunity and for the purpose of bringing glory 
and honor to him. And then if we know him, we're going to get to be with him forever and all that's taken care of. But until then, there's still things for us to do while we're here. So move into that presence. Be grateful every day. Give him all the glory. Acknowledge him because everything is a gift that has come from God. I hope that you've been doing really well. Feel free to contact me at any time. And I hope you'll be sharing these podcasts with others. If you don't want to miss a single one, you'll get notifications as you are sure to subscribe because a lot of you that are watching are not subscribers. So make sure to do that by clicking that button. And I look forward to sharing with you next time on the Audacious Faith Podcast. This has been episode number 77. God bless you.